0: Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and those obsessed with the new Sabrina, the Teenage Witch reboot. <laughs> Woo!
1: Yes. I'm Alicia Herder And I'm Tara Keck. On today's podcast, What Type of Witch Do You Want to Be? Witches in the News, and A Spell to Combat the Blues. <laughs> a lot less drunk this time
0: (laughs) oh I don't know if anyone could tell we were just having a good time last time
1: yeah we were having a great time
0: (laughs) how are you feeling about our second episode are you
1: excited I'm great I'm very excited okay I feel like I've had enough coffee I've had enough wine and I'm still very hydrated so I feel very in it you are yeah your skin looks great
0: what type of witch do you want to be, Alicia? What are my options? Can I take a quizilla? The fun
1: witch. We should have made a quiz. Ah, oh, we'll we should that. still make a quiz. There's still time. Okay, when we launch the Instagram, we'll have a quiz. It would probably just be like, you're Sabrina. It <laughs> would not give you any answers. <laughs> yeah, you're a witch. <laughs> 100% witchy. Are you a witch? Yes. You're a witch. <laughs> 50% trying too hard. <laughs>
0: that would be our quiz. Uh, something that i definitely want to stress at the beginning we were sort of talking about this before is like separating our realm of witchcraft from wicca not because i'm not interested in that but because i'm not necessarily wicca for those of you that don't know but you probably do know is that it's like a religious system and it's part of the earth-based religions it seems to me that some have specific goddesses and gods that they worship and some don't but as we go through this yeah just yeah want to make it known that we're not necessarily talking about wicca as a religious base we're more interested in more open systems of witchcraft and practicing magic
1: yeah and hopefully one day we'll bring in someone who does know wicca and they can tell us a lot more about that yeah so you've prepared a list for us i prepared a list and it's amazing it is it's in purple it's It's in purple because that's my favorite color First up is the traditional witch, which basically means pull out your history of magic textbooks like this is the witch. If you watch the movie The Witch, that's this witch. I have watched that movie. It's a great movie. It's very (laughs) scary. It's a great movie. Highly recommend. But basically, traditional witches are founded in the history of witchcraft and the old craft that came before Wicca. So they often study their ancestors and read ancient texts and folklore about what happened during ancient times, during the old craft oh man
0: bring out those dusty old tomes (laughs) do you like books do you like books maybe you're a traditional witch (laughs) do you like books do you love the library i do like the library oh everyone should get their library card
1: you have one don't
0: you i do i don't have one i had to lie i had to lie to the woman and say i left my new york ID at home and you still got one and i still got one that's amazing she gave me a temp she was like just between you and me (laughs) no i think that's a normal thing they do she's a witch i just she does she
1: knew she knew she's She's a a traditional witch because she works in a library yeah. So we have traditional witches. And then we wanted to touch upon two types of witches in the Wiccan realm, which are the Gardnerian witch and the Alexandrian witch. They are two separate Wiccan denominations, and they are both initiation-based. So if you think about it, it's kind of in a lighter tone, the Death Eaters of Harry Potter. You yeah. know how it's how it's initiation-based. Mostly that. Not all the evil and everything. Because, oh, I see this. Okay. Yes, they definitely have a type of caste structure and how you basically start as a level one witch, and then there are different levels until I think you get to like a high priestess high priest oh, I
0: sort see. of thing oh I see okay
1: but I think it's with time and how dedicated you are to the craft and to the community and the major differences between the two is Gardnerian witches have strong ties to nature and mini rituals that are the foundations of their practice. But Alexandrian, on the other hand, is less structured than the Garnerian and seen as more eclectic while working with more ceremonial magic and the Kabbalah as well. Kabbalah with a Q, not with a K, so not like all the celebrities back in 2006. (laughs) This is something different, but they kind of have ties to the same thing really mm-hmm. interesting
0: so yeah so the alexandrian witch did it come after the gardenerian witch
1: so it looks like they were kind of born around the same time one Gardnerian wicca is from 1954 and alexandrian says it's about the 1960s in the united kingdom as gardenerian is also from the united kingdom the more you know those british witches that's where it started right yeah it's still there
0: amazing
1: that's amazing so that's the only types of wiccan witches that we're going to touch upon for this one i'm sure there are many other denominations of wiccans that have very distinct rules
0: yeah flavors to them flavors right? spicy flavors and death
1: eater flavors death eater flavors you know all types of flavors are you a snape or are you a Malfoy? well i mean if you look at the family tree everyone's basically related <laughs> at that point There's not much difference. So moving on, a hedge witch is up next. And hedge witches are more like spiritual guides that can send messages between us in this world and the spiritual world. It comes from the saying, across the hedge. So if you think of it like a village back in the old day, and then there would be a hedge that would separate the outside world with all its scary things and the forest and everything versus the little community. Mm -hmm. Hedge witches were able to grow across that hedge spiritually, and I'm sure physically. Yeah,
0: yeah. it seemed to me like when I was doing my research that they were very much interested in the liminal planes and the idea of that transition and working with spirits and working with ancestors and really focusing on out-of-body experiences, astral projection, astral travel. I had a question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is a psychic medium a hedge witch or is a hedge witch a psychic medium because if you're thinking about like women or men or people beyond the binary you know you go to this place and you like have the seance or whatever you just ring up your dead grandpappy to ask him where he buried his gold you go to a psychic and they contact him they ring him up on the phone is that a hedge witch?
1: I think it has aspects of that. Through a lot of our research there wasn't really one category of witch that was like this is the psychic witch yeah so I think mediums would probably go more towards the realm of hedge witches
0: and then also is a ouija board a part of like the hedge witch like tool kit like i'm mean, that was really interesting to me is like the idea of, of the hedge and like the crossing over some sort of or traversing like this boundary mm-hmm. of like our quote-unquote like flesh reality i guess and like the different tools that's something i'm really interested in yeah is hasbro employing hedge witches to create and fashion ouija boards to induct more hedge witches into our communities
1: wake up america
0: so next next is kitchen witch
1: Next is Kitchen Witch, which is basically potions class. Welcome to potions class, bitches. Turn to page 394. (laughs) Kitchen witches do most of their magic in the comfort of their own home. And they find a certain type of magic just in the living quarters and the space that they live in. And they love to cook and brew using different herbs. I'd say it's more like earthy based.
0: Yeah. There were a lot of like parallels between the Kitchen Witch and one we're going to talk about soon, the Green Witch. Mm-hmm. The Garden Witch. I thought something that was really interesting was for the Kitchen Witch. They often have like gardens, or they're really concerned with where they source their herbs and and ingredients from. And the idea that like where you get your nutrients actually could affect the potency of their magic. Mm-hmm. That if you grow it yourself and you care for it, that that is somehow more powerful, and you have more of a connectedness to the things that you bring into the world and then use for your magic. Some questions. Do you love tea? How many mugs do you have? Have you ever felt that the way to a man's heart and his wallet is through his stomach? That's true, though. Like you <laughs> do
1: not need to be a kitchen witch to know that that's true. Have you met <laughs> a man? Just one. Any of them. Any. Any man. The answer is You yes. might be a
0: kitchen witch. Is that oh no is that TMTM'd? you might be from what from the hillbilly comedians
1: i don't know who those are those men i have no idea you what might you're be the about. redneck
0: one the larry the cable guy and his crew i i don't know We can, i don't know if we can put that in there myself i've never heard
1: of this in my life so i think we can feign ignorance no this is real no way it's so real. i don't know what you're even talking about still you know larry the cable guy though right yeah but i don't listen to him
0: no i mean no one does anymore okay. unless they're watching cars but like is he in cars <laughs> he's in cars he is he's Where in cars I? two and three i have an mfa in
1: film <laughs> not in automotives
0: TMTM, okay. TM, please don't sue us
1: so green witches are garden forest type witches which is your herbology 101 class your professor sprouts these are people who are highly connected to the earth they're very dedicated to an environmentally healthy lifestyle like these are your vegan vegetarian witches who compost And recycle and make sure their carbon footprint is as small as possible. And it actually is a sacred duty to them to minimize their human footprint on Earth, Mm -hmm. which is amazing because there are so many articles right now about how we're going to die very soon in like, what, 20 years? Green witches are going to
0: save us. Green witches are going to save
1: us. We should all just become green witches. Yeah,
0: you don't know what you want to be. Be a green witch. Be a green witch. Like
1: help the earth.
0: And then something that I read was that you don't necessarily have to be surrounded by like agricultural land or forest to be a green witch. Like you and I, we live in Brooklyn. so It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We have Prospect Park, I guess. I have Prospect yeah. Park. Yeah. But like the idea is that Most cities have green spaces that you can go to, but it's also really normal for green witches, similar to kitchen witches, to have their own gardens or take care of plants or have sort of like this intimate relationship with plants or that they practice mindfulness with them, like care for them and exchange energy with them. So if you're a green witch but you live in freaking Manhattan. Join a
1: co-op. Join
0: Well, join a co-op for onesies, for twosies. Also, you should just join the co-op anyway. But for twosies. Like, if you have a window, you can grow plants on your own. And if you live in a basement apartment, then I'm sorry. But, like... Make a friend who has a window. Who has a window. Just one friend. Do you have a cubicle that is close to a window?
1: There are also... I was walking around Manhattan, and I wish I remembered where exactly I was at. But there are community spaces where you can just go and garden.
0: Yes. That's very true. Yeah.
1: So I think even that, just take a walk around the neighborhood. And hopefully you can find something that will let you go back to the earth. Do you have a favorite tree in your neighborhood? Go up and, like clean it up or like
0: leave a little token or some sort of offering to it. There are so many opportunities for us to commune with nature that I don't think we're always super aware of.
1: I like that. So here's what's up. So here's what's up. (laughs) Green witch is probably a subsext. That wasn't the word. (laughs) Subsext. Subsext. Subtext. Subtext. Subsect.
0: Subsexing. If you're subsexting are you just like yes hit like hit me like what do you like
1: is it subtext to text is it just whenever someone says sure (laughs) whatever it's true though (laughs) sure that's fine love you too
0: You know, I would also say that for me, Green Witch seems to be maybe a subcategory of Elemental
1: Witch, which is the next witch that we're going to talk about. They are basically the avatar state of witchcraft. Earth, wind, water, and fire all in one. These witches focus on all four elements to create their witchcraft and their sorcery and do whatever they need to do to get through their little witch lives amazing. That's like the coolest thing you've
0: ever heard of. I night. know, it's
1: really awesome. Like right. how to be very grounded in this world. Mm-hmm. Like how else do you do it besides using all four elements.
0: Yeah, and it seems to me that each element comes with like this complex web of associations. Like each element has a cardinal direction, a specific time of day, a season, a crystal, ruling planets, favorite items to order, at panera bread. That was a weird joke I wrote at eleven at night and I, I liked said it, it out loud. <laughs> I liked it,
1: and it's also your astrology sign is yeah. connected to one of those four elements. Yeah,
0: true. I've also seen four elemental, which is some people using a fifth element, the element of spirit. Okay, and I've seen it a couple different. Places places and I'm not sure how you channel that if that sort of goes into hedge witch or if you know like the boundaries between all of these different kinds of witches sort of blur between one another but I don't necessarily think it's a hundred percent needed that you have to incorporate that the element of spirit. Sounds very cool though I like that.
1: What a lot of these witches use though, there's a certain kind of witch for this and it's called a ceremonial witch. And so a lot of these other witches use ceremonial aspects in their witchcraft but ceremonial witches focus on that. Just the ceremonies and the rituals themselves. So they call on specific beings and spiritual entities to assist them with what they're casting which is very cool to integrate that into their witchcraft. So that's a little hedge witchy. Yeah. A little hedge witchy. Yeah,
0: it seemed that most witches use ceremony but to focus entirely on ceremony or to have the act of ritual and ceremony be integral to your practice. If you're interested in that, you might be interested in becoming a ceremonial witch.
1: Yeah, I feel like it might equate, loosely equate, so guys take me lightly to going to mass I like a catholic church it's very ritualized it's very mm-hmm. ceremonious in itself like having the bread having the wine all of it is part of this bigger ceremony that's supposed to connect you to your religious spirit and I almost think that ceremonial which would go in with that kind of intention just the very focused this is what I'm doing and then it's an accomplishment to have done the task
0: can I can I tell like a story really quick yeah I don't know is it we, about me it's not about you okay you were
1: giving me a look it's not about <laughs> (laughs) I was like, am I saying bullshit?
0: No, no, no. Can I tell a story? This is in relationship to the Catholic Church, and this is not against the Catholic Church. But I have this friend. and We went out for drinks the other night, and he was telling me that he used to be like an altar boy or something like that. Scary. And it was his scary, terrifying, terrifying, terrifying times Amazing time for that altar he boys. came out. I know. He came out alive. Yeah. And unscathed, relatively unscathed. But it was his job to like go and get the wafers that would then be transmuted into like
1: the flesh of Christ. Right.
0: Okay. So they use
1: wafers instead of bread. Maybe maybe people yeah, just do. Yeah, I think that. people use wafers okay. now or, or kind bread makes you fat a
0: crisp a a nice crisp a nice crisp. Um, i wish they
1: were cookies
0: i know get some thin mints in there
1: yeah thin mints are so good though
0: but that's not my story the story is that he was like going to get the crisp getting the wafers Mm -hmm. and he like fucking butterfingers and threw all these crisps on the ground and he was horrified he's like trying to pick them up and the priest comes by and he's like it's i it's not jesus yet
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Also, I want, like, a priest, like, on a skateboard rolling in. Being, like,
0: <laughs> it's I right, kid. It's hey, right.
1: fellow Hey, fellow kid, it's I. Right. Don't worry, it's not Jesus yet. It's not Jesus yet.
0: <laughs> and they threw him away. And he got some new crisps. But in That's my good. heart, they just blew the crisps off Into the, the wind. and put them in oh. back in the container. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, they so won't ceremony. Know. Yeah, the importance of ceremony. Yeah, go back. <laughs> <laughs> so do you own a sword? Have you ever wanted to own a
1: sword? Yes.
0: Have you ever been excited about the possibility that the sword that you own could perhaps do magic? Every ceremonial witch... I've never thought of this, but that's awesome. I know, right? I'm so about it. Every ceremonial witch image I found on Tumblr had a sword in it. So I think that also ceremonial witches need swords.
1: Well, why? Do you have a sword? No, but I want one. We should get that. And then this will be our subject. I wonder why. I don't
0: Did know. Did it say why? Maybe that's like an old ceremony. I also know, saw a lot of daggers. So I so don't... some
1: like King Arthur shit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like ceremony as being something that's like passed down. Okay. You know, from generation to generation, story to story and...
1: Sword to sword, sword to sword, King King. King. Yeah, all right. Shit, give yourself a sword. If you take anything away from this podcast today, get yourself a sword. Get yourself a sword. Every That's woman it. and every every woman should have a sword. Yeah, every femme should have a sword. Yeah.
0: Every you know, everyone ex- except for
1: straight white men should have a sword. Yeah. And please make sure you double check your laws in your state before you walk around with Can you a sword. Carry a sword. I, I do not think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very illegal. <laughs> I think I've looked it up before. <laughs>
0: Alicia, they're just going to, like, look at your search history. Can you bring a sword to the library? Can you bring a sword to the airport? No, because it's metal.
1: It, so you can't do it at least. Well, I don't know. They have metal detectors at the library, too. Are those library book books. They're looking for the. <laughs> they're looking for stealing books. They should be looking you're for swords. Whole- <laughs> what? <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Wake up, America. Wake up, America. Go vote. <laughs> they will have voted by the time this podcast is <laughs> out. <laughs> That's the best part.
0: I hope that you did. And if you didn't, you're going to get it next time. Yeah. Just like remain vigilant.
1: If you didn't vote, you're dead to me. <laughs> That's me. Tara still likes you. Up next, hereditary witch. So basically the purebloods of the witches' community. They're your fucking Dracos, your Sabrina Spellman's, your Harry Potter's, even though he's like half, but that still counts.
0: He's not half. I thought he was pure blood.
1: No. Isn't he like a quarter? He's like half.
0: Yeah, because his mom was born of Muggles. Yeah. You're right. Hereditary witch. Hereditary witch. From a line of witches.
1: Mm-hmm so Marnie from Halloween Town hereditary but from everything I read about it you can be a hereditary witch and grow up in a witch household but it is still your choice whether you want to follow witchcraft or not mm-hmm. so if you have been like nope not interested and then you try to like claim hereditary witch like you can but you need to like start putting in the effort to actually yeah. practice witchcraft
0: is that kind of like people that are like oh yeah I'm Irish Catholic but I haven't been to mass in like 20 years
1: yeah yeah. people, people whose grandmas are like angry at them right now that's what <laughs> it is. If grandma's
0: angry at you, you are a hereditary witch.
1: If she's angry for that reason. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. You're a hereditary witch. Sometimes grandmas just get back. Sometimes, yeah. That's okay. Sometimes grandmas Because they're allowed to. And they're older than you, so like... <laughs> You should just leave them alone. (laughs) Let them do what they want. Another type of witch is the solitary witch, which is basically a witch who likes to do rituals and ceremonies and spell work on their own. So if you can't find a coven, or if you're just not even interested in social interaction that much, which I totally understand you. I stayed in last Saturday night, so I get it. Solitary is great. But this might be like the type of witch for you. Yeah.
0: Another thing that I didn't write in our notes, but something that I definitely want to bring up, witches that don't necessarily feel safe practicing their magic something that I've seen thrown around a lot is like witches is still in the broom closet which does appropriate like queer culture but as queer women I'm feeling like it's okay that we say that but like the idea is that you don't necessarily feel comfortable or safe in the environment that you're in and therefore have to practice alone and have to practice in secret that does feel like it's a part of solitary witch yeah but I think that maybe hopefully someday you feel safe and you're in a space where you can do whatever you want yeah Jessica this is you. You. Jessica, this is for you.
1: Or if you're just the type of witch that hates planning things. God things be a solitary witch i hate planning what if no one shows up what if no one shows up i'm just there alone at my own birthday party because we all know facebook doesn't work I, not anymore not anymore the younger kids they don't even use facebook i don't know how they show up is a one big dm like i don't know if you're from a younger generation tweet at us let us know how at it works me. these days tell me how you do this at me <laughs> but only you only you because we have no clue how anything gets done and then the generation above us they're sending events through like email it's like now, nah, get that shit out i don't know
0: don't mail me anything
1: unless it's like grandma grandma grams 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 can email no grams doesn't know how to email but if she did know how to email i would accept it she's great hi nancy i love you
0: (laughs) we all love you nancy
1: and another type of witch is the eclectic witch which is basically like not one set religion practice tradition culture but you can just pull from anything you want so if you're like I want to be the fucking avatar and do ceremonial witchcraft and cross the hedge. I want to. You could combine all those. You cannot contain me. I am powerful. But you can combine all of those and just be an eclectic witch. So if you don't want to like go into one specific category, you can just say I'm eclectic, which is kind of like I'm young and hip and cool. Yeah. Of the witches. I'm
0: not trying to label. I don't like labels. I don't like labels. Labels are for soup cans. Do people still say that?
1: No, I've never heard that before. Really? That was incredible. Can you say it again?
0: Labels are for soup cans.
1: That's amazing. I guess so. You've never. Now that I'm thinking about it, it is. (laughs) Shit. So if you don't want to be tomato soup, you can be eclectic. Soup. (laughs)
0: Eclectic. I don't know what's in the soup.
1: It's a new soup every time. (laughs) What?
0: (laughs) What is this? It sounds like some some ridiculous shit that an angry mom would do. She like buys a bunch of soup and she takes all the labels off and she's like, "I don't know, Jerry, you fucking
1: choose." I don't give a shit. And Jerry's in there and just like, he's like, "Oh god." Also, Jerry sounds chunky. Always the name of my future pug. So when I finally get one, so this is better. A pug just making soup. He has a cute little witch hat on. He's just making soup. He doesn't know what he's doing.
0: I'm an eclectic witch. He's a pug.
1: I'm an eclectic witch. Yeah, they're the fun witch. And you said bihexual. I know. That was a note. Did you (laughs) want to expand upon that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just really love all the gifts. That's fair. Okay. Of bihexual? Bihexual, I see a lot of them where they're like, I'm not gay. I'm not straight. I'm bihexual. That's cute. And then like Halloween.
1: I like that. That's cute. Did we want to talk about the sea witch? I don't know.
0: So there's just... So here's just a couple subgenres that we didn't necessarily go into because I don't know how large their community is or how set the parameters of their practices. So you're going to run into a lot of different ones. And even just like reading through a couple of my books, I saw more. I mean, one that came up a lot was Sea Witch, which is also a bar in Brooklyn I can never go to again. And then there's the Tech Witch, which is a very modern type of witch. And something I see a lot online is like emoji spells or emoji sigils that I think are really cute and precious and I love them.
1: Please expand. How do you do an emoji
0: spell? Do you just
1: emoji a picture? Do you charge
0: your phone? Like do you... In the moonlight? I'm not sure but... I see a lot of stuff that's a specific set of emojis, usually symmetrical. Okay, here's an emoji spell to help make November a prosperous month. Here we go. Little crystal ball. Mm-hmm. Tiny maple leaf. The ten emoji. The money bags emoji. The
1: ten emoji? The ten emoji. What's the ten emoji? It looks
0: like ten. It looks like a ten. It's got ten on it. Oh. Then the maple leaf again. Okay. Then the crystal ball again. Emoji spell to help make November a prosperous month. I love that. Or like. That's cool. A lot of them have candles. It seems to me that a lot of them have symmetry and are very cute. That's awesome. Oh, and also the use of online covens. So that could also be another thing that witches that are not in the social position or have a home life that naturally allows them to practice their craft, that online covens could be a solution for, for that.
1: So techno paganism is a Wikipedia page. So we know it's legit. <laughs> and it was talking about basically what you were saying, just like using emojis for spells and sigils but I was also talking about having a disc of shadows instead of a book of shadows but I'm like I can't put a disc in my fucking computer my computer's too good like doesn't have CDs anymore I was really (laughs) pissed when I had to give up my CD DVD technology so I don't know if this is something that grows like wasn't once like you had a book and then you had like a floppy disk and now you have a USB drive and now it's in the cloud a cloud of shadows I think a cloud of shadows brought to you by Apple would be amazing (laughs) I love this idea. Imagine like the next person who goes and like leaks shit. It's not going to be celebrity nudes. It's going to be all your spells in the cloud. What? Awesome. Amazing. It's amazing. And I guess to say with that, what kind of witch do you want to be, Tara? What kind of witch do I want to be? Yeah, we've touched on everything. Not everything. There are more witches. But like, what are you feeling? from I what think we've so. talked about?
0: I can't be a hedge witch because I'm afraid of spirits and dead things.
1: That's the best answer I've ever heard. That's good.
0: (laughs) I can't be a kitchen witch because I can't cook at all in any way or shape or form. And I don't like tea that much. I don't like tea. I've tried really hard to like tea.
1: I haven't tried that hard. We're coffee girls. I know. Give me my latte.
0: Is there a latte witch? Sorry, that's terrible. I mean, I guess the one that interested me the most was the green witch Mm -hmm. because I really love plants and I feel like I have an intimate relationship with my plants and my plants are taking care of my plants is a big part of me practicing mindfulness and that I could see myself channeling their energy and also plants are other living things and I definitely believe in the transfer of energy between living things or maybe an eclectic witch I think that on some level maybe this is wrong So please forgive me, listeners. Am I wrong in saying that I feel like almost all spells incorporate a certain level of elemental witchcraft? Like if you are burning a candle, if you are using fire, using earth, using plant matter, I think that, yeah, you can focus on it and be an elemental witch. I think that the flavor of elemental witchcraft is in so many if not so maybe all. it's just how you focus on it yeah the intentionality
1: yeah of your practice mm-hmm. but yeah that's
0: i guess the kind of which i would want to be i mean i guess I like you're just
1: a 21st century witch I'm
0: just a 21st century urban witch yeah i think that's fine what about I you alicia alicia
1: what kind of witch do you want to be oh i'm definitely eclectic have you met me <laughs> i'm an eclectic witch and i don't know we haven't done or I can't say we. I haven't done a lot of like coven witchcraft, like big community. So when Mm -hmm. I do witchcraft, it'll be by myself or with you. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, I don't need anyone else besides you. You can be my whole coven. You complete me. You complete me. We are best friends. (laughs) So, I mean, I'll take a little bit of the solitary witch. I'm not hereditary witch at all. I mean, like my family is like Presbyterian. So maybe it counts, but I don't think it counts. (laughs) And then I think I would want to focus on like elemental witchcraft. And just like focusing more on the four natural elements of the earth, along with Kitchen Witch, like I actually really like cooking.
0: Oh, I know, isn't that cute? That is so cute. I didn't know this about you, actually. Oh yeah, I
1: love cooking. My mom was like a really great cook, and then I went to undergrad where I did not cook, and I went to grad school where I did not cook, and within like the past year and a half, I've decided I was like, oh well. I don't have money to eat out anymore. I got to start cooking. But I actually really like it. It very much calms me down. It gives me a task to do. Like I like feeling immersed in it. And I make good shit. You're going to have to come over for my vegetarian chili, which I think is vegan like I've looked at all the ingredients and I'm pretty sure it's vegan it's amazing so yeah. I would love that yeah
0: and I've never practiced with a coven in my whole life like I've been dabbling in, in I wasn't Wicca sure if you had or not in witchcraft since I was like 12 yeah and I had that embarrassing time when my mother found all of my witchcraft books that I had checked out from the library hidden underneath my bed and she left them out on
1: top of my bed okay at least as like that I see you and goth. not like a vibrator <laughs> that happened to me and that one was really? awkward yeah when was this my mom, like, ended up cleaning out. It was in high school, so it's worse, you know? Oh, God. I know. I think I was a senior, and she ended up cleaning out. You know, you put your vibrator in your underwear drawer. Duh. Like a normal like, person. Like a normal person. In a clean spot. I don't know why she's cleaning out my underwear drawer. Like, I'm I'm using this, you know? When like... <laughs> she was looking for condoms? Maybe. I don't know. And she, then, like, I had, like, the weirdest conversation with her, and she was just like, your toy is in this box in the closet. And I was like, what toy? And then I saw it was like my vibrator, and I was like, "Oh no!" And it's not like a great vibrator; like it's from Spencer's. Like, Uh. I had a boy buy it for me. It was like sixteen dollars. So I was like, "Ooh, maybe she was judging the quality." She's like, I put this away
0: and also on top of your bed. She's like, I threw
1: it away because this is garbage. (laughs) And that should be nowhere near your puss.
0: (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Why didn't she just put it back?
1: She already found it once. I don't know. I don't know. Why move my stuff? I don't know. I think it's a mom thing. Yeah. Moms are weird. She decided to spring clean and like the underwear drawer was in the way.
0: (laughs) I just, I just, I can sense. I feel like I'm channeling this intense sexual energy from my daughter's underwear drawer. And I just... (laughs) Have to clear it out. (laughs) I
1: have to clear it out. Nothing good is in this drawer. It's probably about the time I started like buying thongs too. So it was probably just a very embarrassing thing. That's so rough. It's okay. Now I just don't buy underwear. Check. (laughs) (laughs) Who won now, Linda? (laughs) I love you, Mom. Okay. So
0: next up is
1: (laughs) Witches in
0: the News. Witches in the news. Witches in the news. It's a witches in the news. Where
1: are they coming from? They got things to do. I want you to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want this song to stop. It's so good. I appreciate you saying that. You're welcome. So, remember how we talked about last time the Brett Kavanaugh hex. Yes, I remember. So, it has happened. (laughs) (laughs) It has been and gone. So, that was at Catlin Books in Brooklyn. And so... The Hex on Kavanaugh and Exorcism Retrospective. According to a BBC News article, Dakota Bracchiali said the Hex was aimed at exposing Brett Kavanaugh for what he truly is to cause him harm and see him undone. And that is the owner of Catlin Books.
0: Yeah, that's here in That's Bushwick? here in Brooklyn.
1: Oh, I don't know. Williamsburg? Exactly. It's in Brooklyn. It is in Brooklyn. It's somewhere. It's not far. No, it's not far from it's here. It's one of like the really cool witchcraft stores in the Tri-State area. And half of the proceeds went to charity, which is awesome. That is amazing. But I also heard they created a community where they could basically release any trauma that they've had, just as the trauma that Kavanaugh has caused on multiple women. And it was just like a very safe and inviting community where they all did this hex. They said they don't know when this hex will be like happened to him but they were like it'll happen but you know witchcraft takes its time there was also a protest going on outside the whole time by a lot of like religious right-wing people to be fair the vernacular on to cause him harm and see him undone that is those That's are strong words. Little, yeah vicious <laughs> so i can understand why but to go as far as having like an exorcism at a church's mass the next day and all of this stuff, it's a little comical, especially for what he's done.
0: Yeah. Is this really worth defending? Is this man? Really yeah. Worth... It's like,
1: yeah. ooh. That's so cringy. Yeah. Choose a side.
0: And then they're going to do a second hex, right? I felt like there was talk last time of a second hex.
1: There is talk about a second hex. I'm not sure when that one's going to be, but they are talking. They were like, it went really well. We were definitely interested in having a second hex and i think that bookstore i think has hexed the trump president oh yeah like three times yes and they were like it's been successful because it's shown his taxes it's shown stormy daniels and it's just kind of unraveled a bunch of lies that the president has been feeding the american public all very interesting not good not good stuff over here also in the news john proctor's home is on the market for 600 grand who's john proctor alicia john proctor was one of the accused witches in the salem witch trial wow he and his wife were accused of witchcraft. He ended up being killed. And his wife was only not killed because she was pregnant with child. So this beautiful six-bedroom, two-bathroom house in Peabody, Massachusetts was built in 1638. And its mortgage is about 2500 per month. So it's out of my price range. But I hope that someone can reclaim that house and just have a great time in it. Do you think that that house is super haunted? I don't know. There has been someone living there before. And I guess the only reason the house is on the market is because the most recent homeowner died. So, I mean, if there's it's not. There's so much death. Oh, my God. There's a lot of death surrounding it. But I think he died of, like, old age or something. Okay. Like, Living a really great <laughs> life and having too much,
0: like, too many great cigarettes. Yeah, too they didn't cigarillos. go into
1: why he died. They were just like, oh, he's dead.
0: Viciously murdered. <laughs> Viciously murdered by ghosts.
1: It's fine. <laughs> 2500 a month. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, maybe. Get yourself and a few of your friends. I mean, six bedrooms two bathrooms that's a lot that's pretty good
0: that's like per we all get a bunch of yeah how many people do we need
1: to cleanse it and if there's like one couple like i feel like we're set yeah, it's only I know. a few hundred a month 416.66 that's cheaper than what we're doing here we should find four friends and move also in the news the chilling adventures of sabrina the teenage witch came oh, out amazing it's so good it's so good kiernan shipka who plays sabrina is adorable she's so
0: adorable she's her eyebrows so cute. are
1: amazing her eyebrows are really good i was looking at that too there was a cute little e online segment like a little instagram video oh, where son. the old sabrina the teenage witch cast like gave their best witches to the new cast so cute harvey kinkle old harvey kinkle lost a lot of hair i know
0: i had like such a crush on him Me when too. i was a kid and the new harvey who i wish the, the new best. harvey's a little awkward but he like awkward. i like him
1: he's endearing
0: okay i trust him i trust him he's just like not as much of a heartthrob as old yeah. harvey who now also has like
1: a goatee which is just vile and disgusting yeah i hate goatees I'm sure he's a great person, though. I'm sorry, Harvey. He loves you regardless. (laughs) He's good. Oh, my God. That video, the the Instagram video was so funny because it looked like none of them had their shit together. I know. And it was just like all they had to say was, best witches. And they're like not even in sync while doing that. They're so scattered. Oh, it was good. It was so fucking funny. (laughs) Also, apparently, Kiernan Shipka admits in an interview that she and Salem sometimes don't get along. Salem, like the little cat. Oh, really? Like the cat that plays a cat the cat that plays the cat so I, I guess the cat actor who plays Salem and I guess it's because Kiernan is actually allergic to cats so it's not the cat's fault no it's not so when she said they don't get along that was very misleading so the cat isn't <laughs> like we mean. share we share blame for a troubled yes. relationship It actually it's actually very one-sided It's her <laughs> bad genetics that's it but i hope that they can get past this moment and that kiernan can just take a bunch of zyrtec and call it a day because this cat actor is just trying to be a professional
0: he really is
1: yeah non-human
0: feline persons deserve rights and respect just like anyone else
1: they do he has hours. He's yes. probably getting paid by the hour. Let's be real here. Cat, pet actors, they got the real job. Like, they're good. <laughs> they're good. And the last thing, which is going to be totally out of date by the time we release this podcast, but that's okay. That's how podcasts work. The Witch's Brew Frappuccino is out at Starbucks. Have you seen it? Have you seen I've the signs? i seen
0: it. I saw the signs. I went to my Starbucks this morning. Have you had one? Just shout out to Brian, who makes my drink wrong every goddamn time.
1: <laughs> Brian! Does he say your
0: name right? He's, he does. Okay. And he knows me. And okay. we've talked extensively
1: and you're like please not you (laughs) anyone but you yeah i've seen it it looks it's purple and green it's purple and green so it says on the starbucks app that the witch's brew drink consists of orange cream flavor with imaginary bat warts and lizard scales whoa and so upon further investigation i found that to mean bat warts are chia seeds and lizard scales is what they call the green powder on the whipped cream okay but my question one you lost me at orange cream because i'm not about this what yeah what also how's the drink purple if it's orange cream i don't know uh, this is some major witch chemicals chemicals <laughs> witchcraft <laughs> This is some major witchcraft going on because this shit doesn't make any sense. But two chia seeds, are you trying to put protein in my morning drink? In my morning, in my witch's brew? Protein? Like, I don't want that. In my mouth? No. No, it ain't time for that. No. Also, why is not it not a hot drink? One, because it'd be disgusting if (laughs) this were a hot drink. But two, unless you're on the West Coast, which I've done that, been there, done that. It'll be warm and you'll be getting your pumpkin spice frappuccino probably for another two weeks. But everywhere else, it is cold. Oh, it's freezing. Last night, yesterday was terrifying. Yeah, I didn't go outside yesterday, so I actually don't know. I like,
0: like, genuinely had a moment. Yeah, where I was like, I made a mistake coming here. (laughs) Why is anyone living here? That's fair. It's like I just need to go back to Hawaii,
1: yeah, and be warm and be warm and be drinking this witch brew frappuccino. I would be. You I don't know do that's vegan. I don't know. It does not the, seem vegan. The orange cream. I don't know. It's called cream. I don't think that's vegan. <laughs> I think that innately has milk in it. But I mean, what the fuck, chia seeds? What the fuck? Chia seeds? What? The fuck? Am I
0: breakfast?
1: Am I one meal of the day? Am I a bird? Am I a bird? <laughs> No. (laughs) So I don't want this. Get this out of here. Do I look like a yoga mom? No.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I'm about to be in my late 20s. But I'm not a mom. But I'm not a mom. So now it's time. Thank you for listening. To which, yes, we're about to enter our final. She's like, Alicia is doing these beautiful, magical fingers. Thank you. She's flowing the energies between the tips of her fingers and like around us. Spirit fingers. It's. So jazz hands, weird hands. Jazz hands. Okay. So we're about to enter our final segment, our spell. Alicia has found the spell for
1: us, so we can yes. all thank her. And it's a spell to banish the blues. Ta-da. Do you don't like the blues? I love the blues. No, but I mean, by the time this episode comes out, we'll be in November. And the pretty part of autumn's over. The Halloween part of autumn is over, unfortunately. And you have to probably go to Thanksgiving dinner in a few weeks, and it's gonna suck. It's kind of suck. It's, it's stressful. stressful. It's very stressful. Your uncle's there. Yeah. And we all remember what happened last year. I know. We all remember. So, if you're feeling a little down, here is a spell to make you feel a little bit better. And which I want to just say that do not use this spell in lieu of professional health. Like, if you are feeling depressed and whatnot, either seasonal or just in general, you should go see a medical professional and get help from them. Yeah. Or I see
0: doctors. I mean, I see a therapist, or I've seen therapists before. Yeah. I feel like everyone should at some point in their life. Yeah. So.
1: Go see a therapist. Go get help. Go get help. But until then. Until then. Light some candles, baby. Okay, just one candle. Ground and cleanse is step one. We talked
0: about this last time. Ground and cleanse before every meal of
1: witchcraft. Of witchcraft. You will need one red candle. And you will need one red jasper crystal which you need to cleanse with rainwater and leave it out in sunlight for a day beforehand. So this takes a little prep work. So make sure that you're completely ready and prepared to do the spell. You will light the red candle as you visualize your depression being replaced by a newfound inner strength. As you visualize this, say strength I have and inner love I have found. Depression does no longer have a place in my life. So just one more time, because that was a lot of words. Strength I have, and inner love I have found. Depression does no longer have a place in my life. Keep repeating this over and over until it feels right with you to stop. And then afterwards, carry the red jasper with you, and always light the red candle when you feel depressed. And where did we find this spell? And the spell is from The Little Big Book of White Spells by Ileana Abrev. So thank you.
0: Thanks, Ileana.
1: Thanks, Ileana. Hit me up. Eliana Ileana's the only
0: one that can at me. I only have 12 friends on Twitter.
1: Hey, one One's my mom. <laughs> I love her. She's great. So that's with Jess. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening. This was so much fun. I learned so much today. Me
0: too. I hope that you learned, and if you knew better than us, that you forgive us for yeah.
1: the horrors drop us a line outlining like highlighting what we did wrong. <laughs>
0: Please, I'm not gonna read it. I mean I'll, I might read it and I'll cry.
1: I'll make our producer read it.
0: <laughs> it's okay. So you can find us at which podcast at gmail.com and on Instagram at which yes and we'd like to
1: thank some special people that have helped us with this project. We'd like to thank Marcel Perez for being our producer and Mallory Porter for being our marketing consultant. And also thank you to Kevin McLeod for having our theme song music.
0: And one more thank you to Ileana Brev for being our spellcasting source for this week. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks. And I'm Tara Keck. And you're? I'm Alicia Herder. And this is Witch. Yes! Yes! Have a witchy Wednesday. (laughs)